Hi, this is JR from Less Than Jake, and you're listening to Sunset Flip Radio. Thank you, fuck you, bye-bye, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. We're back. Yeah, yeah. Welcome back to Sunset Flip Radio. As always, I am your co-host, the Million Dollar Father, Mr. Thomas Lisi, sitting in the small studio, otherwise known as my old bedroom, but now it's a studio, converted to a studio with a lot of figures on the wall, the most handsome dad in the room, Mr. Alex Drayton. Yeah. So, we... Last time we came to you, it was right before SummerSlam. So SummerSlam has obviously passed. Yeah, it was a call-in um, show. It was a call-in show. We did a great preview show. We were almost right in all of our predictions. We did talk about a lot of things that we were right about, but um, been a busy, busy time for us since then. Um, as it always is. Every time, you know, we, we take uh, these every other weeks. You know, well, we you don't know do it, it on purpose, but life, hey. Ten days, I think. The last time we did it was about ten days ago. We did the episode, I think, or almost uh, it was uh, what, the eve of SummerSlam, or yeah. was that day, but later. I forget. Yeah, it was almost two weeks ago, but um, well, it had to be a Friday because I was home. Yeah, and we yeah. didn't record last week, did we? No, no, we didn't. All right, so almost two weeks. Well, I mean, what has happened to us in those two weeks? I mean, because you know, we'll get to the wrestling in a second, but I mean, like you know, we we just you know, there's no plot for us. Right, there's right. no. There's no really destination to where we're going. We get there, but obviously we go down different routes and everything. So uh, me and Alex are work buddies now, technically. Uh, we emailed each other the mm-hmm. other day. So uh, you reached out to me in my work email because now we work for the same company, just different sectors. So yeah, I just didn't want to send it because I was like, I don't know if there's another Thomas Lisi. Oh. Well, I don't think my name's that common out there. Hey, you never know. Uh, you never know. But uh, no, it's, you know, my new job is going really well. I'm really happy. Uh, I feel really good. I'm home. Uh, the latest I've been home was 530. A little bit of traffic, but, you know, I've been home 345, 430, and Ooh, 530. 530 late. Yeah. Okay. You know, like, that's awesome. Um, I mean, I'm up at four every day, but I mean, that's just my body clock. But um, it's a great feeling. Tomorrow's Friday for me. And. And, you know, for the first time ever, it's a real Friday because uh, I don't get to work the weekends. <laughs> so it's cool. Lucky you. Um, you know, I'm part of that percent of the country or the world that doesn't have to work on weekends, which is I've been waiting for a long time for that. I get like half. Hey, man. Well, what do you want? Friday, Saturday? Friday, Saturday. Dude. It's pretty good. In food service, like if you're not yeah, off, if it, you're not it, off it, Saturday it, Sunday, Friday Saturday is just, just as good, good, if not even better. Yeah, because you can go out Friday night and you can still go out Saturday night, but don't get that banged up. Yeah, because it's same. Like people go out more on Saturday nights than Sunday nights. You know? Oh what I yeah, mean? because of the week, the work week is starting. Yeah, of course. So, you know? um, but I mean, what is what is going on in wrestling besides? There's some things that are going on in wrestling right now which don't make a lot of sense. Inside the ring, outside the yeah. ring. There's a lot of stuff that um, we still have to kind of wait to play you out. Know, you know, something that I want to start off with, just because, again, we don't have any... We have no outline. We calls it as we see it. We call it as we see it. Um, I don't know if you've been watching AEW recently, but... I've been tuning in. I mean, I mean, the have MJF you, and Cole stuff is actually pretty good. I guess. I mean, yeah, it's cool. But, like, what's really bothering me and what's bothering maybe some wrestling fans out there that the card for All In, right, from London. Yeah. Supposed to be this biggest show ever, over 92,000 people. Yeah. You're, you're beating. It's crazy. The you, card you is. surpassed 92 SummerSlam. Yeah. The card is, like, nothing. It's okay. The, the biggest thing on the card is really seeing with Cole and MJF seeing where that's going to transpire because they're on the the buy-in and then they're also 
you know, I, I would assume somewhere near the main event there. Oh, wait, that's the buy-in match? Attack match. So, again, if if you try to catch where we mess up, it, sometimes the <laughs> we talk too fast for the garage band program, and it stopped. So we that was a little – if you heard our voice kind of go in and out, that was why. But um, don't you kind of feel like – because I had this impression that if you're doing a show this big, shouldn't you have – a little bit more of a precedent on these matches. Like, for example, Will Ospreay is wrestling Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. Kenny Omega is wrestling in part of a six-man tag. You have a stadium stampede match, okay, with Blackpool Combat you Club. You still don't know who the other, who the other three are. Yeah. You have a fatal four-way. There's a lot of people Sarai trying to get on Shida. the card. Yeah, but yeah. like, what, what I don't understand is... like. Tony Khan, he's releasing these matches way too late. Like, yeah, I understand that the 93,000 people that bought tickets, you know, you can see shit on a shingle in the match. It doesn't really matter. It's because they're there. Right? Yeah, I saw that. Oh, that's rough. Yeah. Oof. Um, yeah, so I don't I don't understand. Cut you off. It's, that's you, fine. you make a great point because it just doesn't make sense. Achilles heel. It's like they do everything so late. They do. Uh, when it comes to announcing stuff and and like WWE CM Punk for Samoa Joe, early. okay, you just had that on Collision. You're gonna run that again? Oh yeah, that's right. You're gonna run that again, right? And you know, it, like you don't have to give people like you know, I the, kind of going like, against everything that they're building they're, I guess, they're, just to get people on the show. They're not and, taking uh, the opportunity to actually gain traction and make themselves a name for this. Well, like think about have, this. They have a. a Something else the, the next Saturday or Sunday after. Is it all out? Yeah. Yeah, it's all out. So if you're going to go bigger in the U.S. show, which is probably, Again, you know, 15,000, which is 15% of what your crowd you're getting in London. You see, this is what pisses me off is the fact that, you know, as a wrestling fan, like, I, I always say to myself, how can they take opportunity of this? Right there, your biggest competition is WWE obviously? Mm-hmm. You're pulling nine hundred grand on a dynamite. Okay, WWE's doing two point one million viewers on SmackDown. Okay, so they're doubling on a Friday. On a Friday. So the fact that you can go to London, go to England, and outdraw what WWE did. Yeah. I mean, granted, this was nineteen ninety two. You know, right, um, and, and that's a different time. It they is. still did that in a different that was, time that was, today. That was Thirty-one years ago. Wait till so he, here's WWE's thing. Go ahead, you do your thing. They're gonna when have we, WrestleMania. Thank you. That's where I was going. And when and, we finally do, we're gonna do two I will, nights. I will tell you right now, that will sell out. That will be the. I think that might be the biggest crowd to date. WrestleMania whenever, London. Whenever absolutely, that happens. Yeah. that's gonna sell out, and I mean sell out. Sell out. Speaking of WrestleMania, tickets go on sale tomorrow. We don't need them because we got them. I have cracked into my payment plan with Alex. (laughs) I have a running running note on my phone. Uh, I've given him a good amount. I would say it's a good chunk, I guess. I mean, I still have time to pay it, you know, but those IOUs like in Dumb and Dumber. uh, It's all right. We got plenty of IOUs. Um, (laughs) Look, this one's for a Lamborghini. Um... No, I just, you know, I just don't like the fact that 
this is just see it's another opportunity for AEW to be better than WWE like remember when we talked about a couple episodes ago when AEW's peak was when Malachi Black came the same time Andrade came the same time Cody Rhodes was doing great work with Malachi Black and like at that time like you saw that little glimmer like okay you saw like oh this is what it's this supposed to be has a chance yeah. now MJF was getting so much heat, wasn't a champion, doing some shit with Cody Rhodes and all this stuff, and it's like the WWE isn't doing well. Like this is this is a little nerve wracking because AEW they're they're signing people, like the good people, right? And now they have this opportunity again well, to make a an, name for themselves. Yeah, it's an embarrassment and, and they're not. Yeah. They're not and there's wrestlers frustrated with Tony Khan. Because of this. It was only and granted, a matter of time. We it said was only this. a matter of time. Like, you have so much talent. Like, that's not on that card. Like, you're not going to put Malachi Black on that card. Like, he's awesome. Like, yeah. do I really want to watch the Young Bucks versus FTR again? No. Like, I'm sorry. But, like, here's the hot take. I think the Young Bucks are such an overrated tag team. Like, you talk about how the Usos, people say the Usos are one-dimensional. Right? Super kick, splash. Have you ever watched a Young Bucks match? It's the same shit. Meltzer driver, super kick, BT trigger, night night. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's the same shit. And they're wrestling FTR for the, what the third time. First of all, FTR is way too good to be in that company, in my opinion. Like they can do. I mean, I know they can do better for themselves, but I mean, at the same time, they're top guys. No pun intended. In that company. But if they come to WWE, I feel like they're larger. They're larger than AEW, but they're smaller than WWE. Yeah, they're they're right in that in between. Yeah, I think you have a lot of wrestlers like that in AEW. You know, you have mm. a couple. You have a couple. I mean, Malachi Black could be Aleister Black booked the right way with Triple H in WWE. Andrade Cien Almas can be Andrade. In WWE, booked the right way with Triple H. Who who is apparently no longer together with Charlotte. Did you read that? Is that true? I don't know. Apparently, she took the ring off. I don't know. That's what I heard. She was on ESPN New York on the Michael K show the other day talking about WrestleMania tickets. And like the first... I listened on the way home from work. It was like a 25-minute interview, and 22 minutes of it was about Ric Flair. About like being the, the daughter and all this shit. And like how the, his last match at WrestleMania... Gotta be really his last, tired. his his first last match ever. Yeah, with Shawn Michaels, he got a Rolex from Shawn Michaels, and he gave the Rolex to Charlotte, and Charlotte was wearing it. And she was talking about that and all the stuff. And um, no, I mean it was a great interview, but like, um, just imagine what those guys could be doing if they were with Triple H right now, like in WWE. Because right now the WWE now now we're going to transition, right? We're talking about how AEW can do so much more. Right with 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 uh with their situation that they're being handed to the yeah. fact that you're going to London ninety three thousand people and you have a in my opinion a weak ass card that you, that you could have called AEW Revolution and have it in America, you know like if if I if I'm an American flying out to England I'm looking at this card I'm like, okay, you know like but those are the diehards who really just don't give a shit but at the they, same time they just care about that brand but that the, sense? yeah but at the same time there's a lot of people that are going just to say that i went you know what i mean oh well, yeah you were gonna get yeah. that either way i was part of this ninety three thousand people at AEW. okay yeah. 
good for you, right? So if you if you transition to what the WWE is doing right now, the WWE is in this weird state where we always talk about how like after pay per views like it's it's up and down, up and down. Like WrestleMania after WrestleMania season, it kind of sucks. Yeah, right? but I mean, it has after Survivor Series, it kind of sucks. That that that's oh, been yeah. See, that one's tough. That one really does. The worst time the for Survivor the, Series between low. SummerSlam. I'm sorry, between Survivor Series and Royal Rumble. Is now the worst. That's the worst. The summer's time. actually come along yeah. well but recently. I think what they've been doing, which is really smart, is that you're building a lot of characters right now. You're building up, even though Jay Uso lost, right? He lost because of, of Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Jimmy was protecting Jay basically from becoming what Roman is. I like that storyline. Right. Right. And then apparently Jay quits WWE. He's not quitting. Yeah. Okay, obviously. There's no way that he's going to walk out in the storyline and just leave and nothing ever happened. Right. Obviously, this, I think they're sending up something with Jimmy down the road. Can it make it all the way to WrestleMania? I don't know. We said that last year about other things, and here we are. You know, we, we almost had yeah. the same trope. Apparently, talks on the table is Roman, Roman Cody rematch. If that happens again at Mania, there's no way that Roman's winning. I'm sorry. No. Because Cody, he can't. He, Roman, Roman has I don't to think lose. Roman benefits to from Cody. That. Yeah, he has to lose to Cody. And apparently, uh, Roman looks better in the loss than he does he if does. he wins again. So there's two and things. Cody looks worse. He does. Then that that then that proves. Hey, yeah, we brought you back. We're doing the now. Triple H is really trying to fuck you. If that's the case, if he like, loses again, he's yeah. Fine. Because you lost to Roman, then he got the shit beat out of you by Brock the next night. I mean, yeah, yeah, you know, I beat Brock, whatever. Okay, well, well fuck that. You beat, he beat, you beat him in a backlash. Okay, you beat him in a kind of a cheap way where he pinned his shoulders and he had the Kimura on you. But then he beat the crap out of you and Saudi. But did it really happen? Remember, we always talk about that. But I mean, the right. SummerSlam match with them too was actually pretty good. I liked it. I thought it was really it was good. Very, very, very interesting to see the second match of the night. But I thought it was really good. I remember I texted you during that. Yep. Uh, but I'm not that was surprised. the last time. So when Tom texts you during an event, it's the first two matches, and then you text him throughout, and nothing. It's cr- fucking crickets. Well, <laughs> he's either I, falling asleep I or he's out. just yeah. That's what yeah, I, I passed out. <laughs> um, I not even a follow up the next morning. I couldn't make it. I actually watched. I fell asleep during the Gunther match, and then I woke up right when Roman won. So I was oh, like, "Fuck!" Oh. Like I didn't even see Eo Sky when I had to watch. It. I watched it the next day though, but. Um, no, but I mean, like, what were we talking about? I'm sorry. We're talking about Roman, right? Yeah. We're talking about how Roman and Cody. So, like, Roman has to lose to Cody. Like, yeah, will he at WrestleMania? Will that be the match? I don't know. Should be? Could be? Probably will be. Okay. Um, that Who will knows? There's the still a long time between but then and two, now. Two, like, thing, two, thing, two things I heard about Roman Reigns. Number one is Injuries him, aside. Yeah. Two things I heard about Roman Reigns. Number one is the fact that him and Paul Heyman are basically the the orchestra or the conductor about who beats him. Yes, yes. And they want to make sure that it's the right guy who gets over with the right crowd and everything. So when they say something like that, only two names come to mind. Cody and Seth. That's it. There's nobody else. Okay, yeah, maybe L.A. Knight, but not like that. He's on a heater, but in a, in a different way. Oh, God. Yeah. He's on a heater only because of his actions, not his matches. When he's beaten Top Dollar and Adrian the Adonis, I don't think anybody really cares. Yeah. I think people care more about the 90 second promo where he says, yeah, five times and makes you buy the shirt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, this Miz and LA Knight thing, I think it's 
perfect. It's funny. Perfect. Yeah. Oh LA, my god. The Miz and LA Knight are basically almost the same talking. Like the same. Oh, the Miz. The the Miz is on a, a, like two levels up from from him though. But let me tell you something. That Miz promo with him the other night on Raw was really good. It was good. Yeah, that was yeah. old school. But Miz. Of course, you that know, was like white strap. Intercontinental Miz. Pretty soon, I, I would like to do it all Miz episode. Reason why? Miz episode. Yeah, because he's actually when you chronicle the what he's where he's been to where he is now, he is in a very he is a very important piece of this company. Very underrated. In is, the he, ring and totally outside of the he ring. is underrated. He's part of the reason why I think WWE is as mainstream as it is. Well, I mean, I feel and like I know he knows yeah, that. I feel like if you need someone to go on TV. Like, like I'm saying, like, I, like I, we said before, The Miz is the guy who has his own show. He's the guy that's on ESPN during the celebrity basketball games. He, he's, he's the, the guy, guy that's doing the cricket. He's yeah. the guy. Yeah. And just like how The New Day are the people that are on TV, like Family Feud and Wheel of Fortune. All the video you know, game stuff. Yeah. The Miz is just like that. Yeah. And that's his part. That's yeah. his role right now. And just keep doing your role. And there's nothing wrong with that. Know your role. Yeah. But like. He doesn't need to groom young talent because L.A. Knight's not young. Yeah. But L.A. Knight has the characteristics that The Miz can easily pick apart. Yes. Because honestly, his first thing The Miz would say is, well, you're comparing yourself to me, basically. I'm you, you're me, whatever. Well, I think that's kind of where he was trying to go that's what uh, he was outside saying. of saying, yeah. like, you know, you're in 90s. Uh, you're living in the attitude yeah, era. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, but at the same time, like the Miz, we were seeing that side of the Miz that we haven't seen that we wanted to see when he was arguing with Daniel Bryan on Talking Smack, when he was talking about oh, how he's yeah. the greatest Intercontinental Champion of all time, when he actually brought prestige. Remember, the Miz was, in my opinion, probably I think you can agree with me too. Once Cody brought that white strap back, and you know Dolph had it for a little bit, but. You think of the Miz with you the white You think strap. of the Miz. You think of the fact that the Miz was the one that single-handedly brought the IC belt kind of back into relevancy, right? Agreed, and then, um, and we've had this discussion. We've before. had this discussion. This isn't the first time we no, talked about this. Like, and like, yeah, during the COVID era, the IC belt kind of took its place with Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles, and that's because. You know, wrestlers were at with COVID, so they had to do something. You know what yeah. I mean? Bobby was doing his thing with the with the world title or the WWE title, but like you know, the IC belt was getting its its shine. It still is. I mean, the fact that you know we're living in an era in wrestling where it's more about they're, the days of the rain than the amount. They're trying to rewrite history, which is fine because yeah. eventually all those things. I mean, the the Bruno thing. That's, that's a little, hard. That's a little far fetched. Like that seven years. Yeah, seven to eight or something along those lines. Uh, but man, if th- Roman that, doesn't lose in eight years, no, that can't happen. You know, because it, it's more of like a burial to all the other talent. Too. It is. You know, you have ninety nine point nine percent of your roster fighting for one belt then, and you can't you have that eight one, point so one holding title, holding it hostage. It's also different because it's a different time. We we say this about most things now, right? And especially in sports, different eras, different players, uh, games evolve as as they should. Um, this is a game that's evolving. You know, Bruno's from another time where there was seven eight years, but how many of those? things were on tv and at that time tv was a new concept 
Yeah, the only time you found out that he lost is probably in the paper. Yeah, because right. it was an MSG house show. Exactly. That's that he the, sold that's out the himself. Point. Yeah. Let's say seven or eight years for Roman on TV every however often. That's a little redundant. So no, we're it never is. gonna get that. And no. we're, I think what we're getting now is the new that. Is, yeah. You know. It's a step up from Brock Lesnar, mm-hmm, but it's mm-hmm. it's a step down from what Seth Rollins does. Yeah. Think about that. Seth Rollins is on TV every week with the belt wrestling almost every week on TV. Roman is not on TV every week with the belt. He rarely wrestles on SmackDown anymore. Yeah. Right? When was the last time he wrestled on a SmackDown match? When was uh, the last time he wrestled on SmackDown? Roman. Please don't tell me it was the tag match with Cena. I think there was another time, but my brain goes to that one in particular. He was supposed to wrestle on Raw when Brock attacked Cody, so that match never happened. Got it. Yeah. I know if that if that's the last time that he wrestled on SmackDown, that was I don't I don't think that was New Year's Eve. That was right before New Year's Eve. Yeah, it was the thirtieth or thirty first. It might have been New Year's Eve, yeah. Because it was obviously Friday. It was so. it was Owens and and yeah, it was the thirtieth. Because I remember John Cena wanted to wrestle in that year to see yes, that he did. He wrestled every year. Yep. Yeah. That if was that, the big. If that thing. was the last time that Roman wrestled on SmackDown. That's embarrassing. It's nine, almost. It's almost nine months ago. Yeah. So y- you have two different guys that are your holding your title, but the fact that Roman is beating Seth, even though Seth wrestles every every week and he's constantly doing no promos and putting guys like Logan Paul over and he's doing this thing with Shinsuke now. He had a huge feud with with uh, Finn. The thing that separates them two is the fact that the WWE is so obsessed, like we said, with the amount of days that he's been champion that that automatically kind of the trumps anything that any of these wrestlers are doing. Yeah. Even with Gunther now. Like, yeah, Gunther... He's approaching. He's good at, he's good to take honky talks right. He has to. You, you have to. If you're gonna wipe anything, you gotta kind of wipe that one. So who do you think? So now this is the question we always talk about. Again, we're just jumping from back and forth. We can say comfortably that Cody is the guy to beat Roman. Well, didn't we say that? Last, didn't we say that a couple months ago? Yeah, and we, we were almost like, if we bet money, if we bet the house, we would have been fucking poor. Yeah, we'd be living in our cars. Yeah, but no, but like now, once you see the way that he's really getting received by the the crowd. And you see what he's really selling. But at the same time, you saw what he went through with Brock. Yeah. And you saw how he was booked against Brock. It's a long march. I think we know what the end game is. I'm more interested in how you get there. See, this is... That's a more interesting This part. is interesting. And I hope it avoids Royal Rumble. So that's the other thing. You got to avoid the Rumble. So this, this is what I think. He'll, you'll face backlash if he... Um, wins? Yeah, if he, he wins won't. or, or He'll whatever. win the chamber. He'll win the chamber to get to face Roman. Okay. Just like how Roman won the chamber to go to Mania right before COVID. Mm. Um, but hmm. Gunther is on Raw, Gunther. right? Yeah. If Gunther wins the Rumble, who is my pick to win is Gunther. You need a heel to win it, yeah. I think. Especially yeah. if Seth is still your champion. I mean, I'm not even including Damian Priest in this, but if Seth is the champion going uh, yeah, in, yeah. if Plus Seth is the champion going into Mania and he faces Gunther, that's pretty good. Is that going to be your main event of night one? No, should be. It won't be. 
I think night one main event's gonna. I think they're gonna do a woman. women's match. Yeah, there's only two women's matches that stick out in my opinion. It's Becky and somebody. Becky and Rhea and Charlotte and Bianca one on one, no triple threat. <laughs> Charlotte and Bianca. To to be honest, I'm over the Bianca thing. I think that when Bianca when Bianca turns heel. Oh well, then okay. there's new juice, there's new life. But like, do you believe it against Charlotte? Then who's the who should be the ultimate heel? But at the same time, though, Charlotte right now is acting like a face. But she, Charlotte, Bianca, Becky, and Rhea. She, she just touts the line. I mean, there's nothing you can do about those it. Those four women are the only four women that can wrestle in a mania match and be taken seriously. Mm. If you told me right now that the WrestleMania match is going to be Eo Sky versus not Eo Sky Dakota Kai versus it's Rhea Ripley. Tri- it's not going to work. It should be, to be completely honest. Well, see, here's the thing. You can't because you don't know when she's coming back. It would have been no, great no, to do I, like a triple threat where... Um, do, 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 what's the fraction? Damage, damage control. control. Kind of like how you did with the shield a few years ago. Although Ambrose, I think, inserted himself into that anyway. Mm-hmm. But that would have been cool. It would have been. But, I mean, I think that they want to put... The, the right people in the right spot. And yeah. I mean, like, if you, you have to include Bianca, Charlotte, Rhea, and Becky. I think those are your top four women's wrestlers. Rhea and Becky is a main event. Yeah. So night one main event is probably going to be Rhea versus Becky. So out of those four women, ironically, they all won the Royal Rumble. So does uh, that mean that you're going to have a repeat Royal Rumble champion for the first time? You're going to have to if it's those four eventually women. Eventually, it's going to happen. Out of those four women, if they and if they wanted to pick a repeat Royal Becky Rumble, wins. it would be Becky. Yeah. Um, I you, think you got to start building that heat mid mid November. First going of all, you, into Survivor you got to get her out of the feud with Trish Stratus. Uh, they're, they're, that's going. And yeah, we know that. you have to give Rhea some formidable opponents to make her still look strong. No, no, you have to give her opponents. Yeah. Just something. You gotta something. give her something. Cause right but then now at the same cooking. time, you have to start pushing Becky around, what what did we say, December? Nah. The I, Survivor Series? You gotta go a little before Survivor Series. Survivor Series is that first toe in the water. Well, that was when the man was was born. Going into that. Going into yeah, that. Correct. So, Thanks, Naya. Yeah, thank you, Naya, who might be returning. Um, It just makes sense, oh. though. It really just does make sense because those four women are really the only four women that can main event at WrestleMania, or possibly main event at WrestleMania. Like I get it. Bailey can't. Liv Morgan can't. Bailey can. No. No, I'll I'll disagree on that. We can agree to disagree on that one. She's she's not at that point in her career anymore. She's not. They haven't put her in that position in a while. She's been playing second fiddle and kind of like lackey for a very a very long time now yeah but i don't i don't i don't think i don't think ever since she lost the title i don't think fans would take her enough her seriously enough in my opinion i mean she had i think they still love her enough that yeah she had a great few with bianca but then when she got hurt and then she came back at SummerSlam, and we can't fault her for getting hurt i mean you know it is but but i really can't take her seriously it's just i don't if I'm thinking like the WWE, okay, the fact that you have Rhea, who's hotter than hot, in more ways than one, but, you know, with the fans, <laughs> you got Bianca, who's a constant baby face, who if she turned for heel now. for now, 
You got Charlotte, who's Charlotte Flair. And you got Becky Lynch, who's another top face. Like, those four names are kind of like controlling women's wrestling. Those are the four best women's wrestlers in the WWE right now. Right? Like, yeah, EO Sky's champion, but you can't take her seriously right now. Again, that's today. This is August 17th. I mean, there's so much time. I mean, I think she'll drop the belt to either Bianca or Charlotte. Mm. Right? So she's, EO's what, a heel? Yes, technically yes. Technically yes. So now, she if Charlotte beats her for the as a fifteen time champion, then you start that feud with her and Bianca. Mm-hmm. With a hot heel Bianca now joining her husband, I think that's going to happen. I think that's what we're gearing toward. I, Bobby, I, I feel it's a slow burn. Bobby's going to recruit Bianca, and that's going to be part of that group. We'll know again. We, we we say this a lot sometimes about certain angles, but. We'll know every Friday. Tell me we'll that's not a cool thing that they got going on. Well, it's something that we all kind of predicted. It, the Street Profits it, and Bobby Lashley. And people are digging it already because people want it. Yeah, apparently they're going to have a match at, back, at what's the next pay-per-view? Payback? Payback. Payback. Apparently they're going to have a six-man tag at Payback. They're talking about um, like the brawling brutes against those three guys. Got it, because that's kind of what they're setting up. Yeah, well, so. We'll see. We'll see what involvement happens. I mean, tomorrow's Friday, so tomorrow edges. could be edges. Yeah, thank you. Well, that's that's what the word on the street is. That's tomorrow's his last match. I don't know. Do you feel like that was booked right? Like, Sheamus? I, no, I, I feel like it's a swerve, bro. I, I feel like, you know, it's not going to be. A, uh, they've been talking about Toronto for a very long time. This when you pulled the trigger and Randy Orton coming back? I would. <sighs> you punt him out of existence. Man. <laughs> But then what? You have a WrestleMania rematch again with those two, but not have it be in the at, at the uh, performance center, not have it be fifty minutes long, or not have them, or not have them have the greatest wrestling match ever. Remember that? <laughs> yes, I do. And then, and during that time, didn't Edge like he pulled his bicep or something? Uh, I remember. Tricep. Tricep. Remember yeah. we watched that because yep. that was COVID. We're like, we're really watching the greatest wrestling match ever. And it really wasn't the greatest wrestling match ever. They pulled down the old MSG uh, microphone from the sky. That was so weird. Like right now, thinking about all that stuff, it feels like a century ago. Yeah. feels so long ago. If you pull the trigger on Orton coming back now as like a huge heel. Yeah. 07, 08, 09, bald head Orton. Bald head Orton just beating the shit. looked like he was going to DMS. Doc Martin skin you up on the yeah, sidewalk. Yeah, fucking American History X. Yeah. Edward Norton, your ass. Um, but you bring him back, and you go ahead. You, you don't want him to go against Riddle, because that's just a waste, because Riddle's go, is yeah, climbing yeah. the charts the opposite uh, way. Unfortunately, the ship has sailed there. On that. Riddle? Well, yeah. The ship is the only reason why the only reason why why Riddle got to where he was is because of Randy Orton. Because Randy believed in him. Yeah, and Randy Rated actually okay, was bro. having fun with like, that. Yeah, he was having fun. Yeah, you sold the shirts. Yeah, you had the cool promos. Yeah, yeah, bro. You know, like, you know, the Usos beat you at the same time Randy was going out in surgery. And then in that time, Riddle... And you see, that was another good test for Riddle because that just proved to the company. Like, I don't think Riddle's that really that good. Mm. He's He's okay, but like... I just feel like there's a lot of starting and stopping that, like it. Does he make people you, benefit from a flow, right? Because then you really get to see. Does he make you? If oh, he's on, maybe, if, maybe. if if he's on TV, like doing a promo in the ring, do, do I want to? Do you stop and listen, or do you, would you just flip by? 
Uh, I, I would just put it on mute and just kind of. I'd yeah, rather you know watch I mean? the hilarity than hear it. Because sometimes I get secondhand embarrassment. And I'm like, oh, you guys are fucking up. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I know you're playing the stoner role. And I think you're doing it too, obviously. But, I mean, I think the WWE is kind of the fact that he. Well, that was a Vince thing, too. Because Vince thinks that shit's hysterical. No, it was at the same time. I think. I, think, I, don't, I don't want to say the word punishment. But I think after what he did with the failed drug test. And those, all the stuff that he was doing outside the ring. You know, the nude videos of him. The, um. Like I said, the, the the drug test, obviously being a fucking stoner, you know what I mean? I mean, that is what it is. This mean. could have been the receipt from the WWE saying that, okay, we don't see you as anything more than just being a glorified person to sell shirts, or just as a, a in the jobber category, but like, yeah. you know how you have Bud Ice is like the strongest beer? Like, the butt ice of jobbers is, like, Akira Tozawa, Apollo Crews, the strong guys. <laughs> you they, call butt ice the butt strongest, ice. Like, the strongest Or the, the butt platinums, whatever you want to do. BL Smooth. BL Smooth, so, like, the strongest, you know what I mean? You have a couple matches against Tozawa, and you have a couple matches against Apollo Crews. But then, like, <laughs> you know, you have, you, have, you have Bud Light. Then you, you got, ice yeah, you got Bud heavy, heavy. You know what I mean? <laughs> Bowtie. Like, I feel like Riddle is like the weakest. I feel like Riddle is the weakest jobber category, okay. but weak meaning not used a lot as a. You know what I mean? Like okay, he's yeah. mid card jobber now. That's what he basically is. He got humiliated by Gunther, right? If you put him against anybody that's go that's on a heater, that's trying to make a name for themselves, like. Damian Priest, Finn Balor, Dominic Mysterio, one on one against Riddle. Riddle's automatically losing, yeah. right? Well, he doesn't have the, that that momentum, that backing yeah. behind him, especially where we know those. Yeah, like right you now, are coming from. Yeah, like right now, if you had Chad Gable against Riddle, granted both are faces, Chad Gable would beat him. Yeah, I think he. Well, technically, he kind of just did because he was in that four way match. No. Yeah. Yeah. But so, I mean, like on a one on one approach. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you see Chad Gable as a realistic threat of beating Gunther? Um, so a I, lot of a lot of people like him. I a want, lot of people so like him. So my answer is yes. But I do not in this match. I think he'll get a rematch after he gets past that that uh uh what, what what's the word I'm looking for here that um the record yeah and then yeah. I'll tell you that pay per I'll, I'll right I think after the record or the day before. Don't be surprised. First of all, well, yeah, don't be surprised. But if if you want to see a good match, that has phenomenal yeah. written all over it. That has AJ Styles, Chad Gable, and Gunther. Come on. First of all, Gunther can work with anybody. Yeah. Um, although. So, so could Chad Gable. Although I do feel like, I feel like Sheamus brought a different element in that triple threat at Mania that was missing from that match with him and Drew. Oh, and what was that? Just, you know, the fact that Sheamus is laying it in, like, really hard on those guys. But, like, I mean, granted, they laid it in, too. That was a good match, I thought. Shame, or Drew and Gunther, right? You think that was the best match for Mania, in your opinion? I mean, in my opinion, the worst match was Baszler and Rousey. But I think are we, are we, You mean SummerSlam? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, SummerSlam. No, think, it wasn't the best match. The best match was, uh, I hate to say it, the first match. Logan and Ricochet. Yeah. Dude, that was fire. And and from a storytelling perspective, uh, 
would be Seth and, and Finn, I think. Yeah. It's still kind of very, like, convoluted with the Judgment Day stuff and, and between Finn and uh, Finn and, and Damian Priest and now the J.D. McDonough of it all. Like, you know, I'm trying to figure out where they're going here. I think somebody's getting kicked out or, or something here. I really do feel like that's where we're at. Part of me thinks that McDonough and Finn are going to do their own thing. They're in on it then. That's fine. So then they're heels? Faces. Faces. Somehow. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Back, it's it's a weird dynamic. I'm back, trying to think. I want to go back to that Logan Paul Ricochet thing you just talked about. Okay. If you look where Ricochet was two years ago. Or six well, months ago. Well, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, six months ago, he was paired up with Braun Strowman. You know that shit. He wrestled in a glorified fatal four-way tag match at Mania. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? You think it's time to give him his flowers now? Who Ricochet? Ricochet the Absolutely. way that he's been booked. Remember, he but was in Remember, remember. Champion. Yeah, I know he was U.S. champion too. But remember how he was booked a couple years ago, right? After he got called up. First of all, when he debuted, he debuted in that six-man ladder match for the NA title, North American title, yes. which won by Adam Cole. That was a phenomenal match. Yes, that was right up his alley. But, like, if you see what he's doing now and you see how he's being utilized the right way, I mean, everybody in God's green earth knew that he was going to lose that match to Logan Paul because you need someone, you need Logan Paul to get a win against somebody who's not too strong but who can take the loss but still come out looking as a winner. Got it. And, like, didn't Logan Paul beat, Logan Paul beat him in a cheap way. So it wasn't really like that Ricochet took a hard loss because he got hit with brass knuckles. Yeah. No, it, it it was a safe way for him to lose. Yeah, but, none of them to, but still bad. make him look strong. Correct. You know what I mean? Like Ricochet made Logan look really strong with yeah. like their. And I, I said this before on the podcast. Even when Jeff was with us, I think Ricochet is one of the best wrestlers in WWE overall. Except he can't talk. Yes, agreed. He <laughs> cannot he's talk. Str- he's on the struggle bus with that one. Right? He is very, very. I don't want to say bad, but I, it's you know hard for him to put a promo together. You know what it is? But also sometimes you kind of got to work through it, right? You yeah. have to keep talking. You have to keep doing whatever. And eventually something's going to click and you're going to do it. You can't do stuff backstage. You're looking in a fucking mirror or whatever. Yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't really hit the same. I mean, you like, have, have, you, have, we, have we seen a champion? I mean, would you put Gunther in that role too? In that In that bracket of not being good on the mic? He doesn't have to talk much. You got Ludwig there, but I mean, well, that's his. Yeah, that's his. That's his point person. You know, there. And like I mean, his new thing is standing on the table. He's been doing that a lot recently yeah. and talking. So the the answer, the quick answer to your question is yes. He he can't talk, and that's fine. But he doesn't need to, as as opposed to Ricochet, who I think would Ricochet has to talk. get get over more if he, if he was able to string I mean, together he, a little bit better. Isn't he like he's one of the top baby faces on SmackDown? Mm-hmm. Right? He's up there. Sometimes or is it Raw? Like he's on Raw now, I'm sorry. Yeah. He's Sometimes of, he feels like he's the only one. Well, he was at one point on SmackDown, but now he got drafted to Raw. Yes. Right? I mean, and and look, I mean, he was paired up with Braun Strowman. He was, you know, going with Logan Paul. He was involved in a lot of things. You know, at one point, remember, he wrestled at Brock and Saudi. Granted, it was two minutes, but whatever. Oh, yeah. I mean, but for a while, he was just that spot guy for Money in the Bank matches. Yeah. And spot guy for Royal Rumble. But now he's actually turning into a, a, 
evolving into a top talent for WWE. Right. They had a guy and in, in some they had a guy to fill a spot before and now he's able to do more and he's a little bit more well rounded. You couldn't ask for anything better than that. Out of Ricochet, no, yeah. you really can't. Um and, then, and it's always intense. Everything he does, there's it so does. much intensity to yeah. it. Yeah, but like, obviously because it's the spots. But yeah, and yeah. it's funny how you bring up the fact of you know the WWE, you know, getting everything that they can out of people, and that's been like the reputation for so long. Like rinse and repeat. Like let me just strip you down to nothing and get every single ounce and get every single penny I can out of you. It's 50-50. It's it either 50/50. works or it doesn't. Yeah. And we have plenty of examples where it does and plenty where it doesn't. And more so, I, I would feel more people where it doesn't work. There's more failure than there are success. Roman Reigns doesn't sense? fall in that category. Just because I feel like what he's doing with the bloodline. Now, do you feel like... bloodline? The bloodline and everything about it is a total redemption story for him. Yeah, but we like, all know where he was floundering, and we, we said it on the pod before. This is this is what I really want to ask you. Do you feel like the bloodline right story right now was kind of? I don't want to use the word bad, but like, do you think it could be better? I I will because right now it's going to stop a little bit. It, it's you know got that, to. Right? You know, everything's got like to Roman kinda... and the Usos aren't there tomorrow. Mm. So first of all, what opens SmackDown now? I mean, the main event, you know it's going to be Edge versus Sheamus. Yeah. You had to have Edge go out in Canada as the main thing. Yeah, I don't know. Now, you, I watch, I bet you, you see L.A. Knight have a bigger bigger impact. Maybe he opens. There's your answer right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, like, I feel like right now, I mean, the peak, do you think the peak of the bloodline are we on that hill going down now? No, or are we still going uphill? No, we're, it's, it's a slow uphill. You know, I, I believe he I was mean, on when, record saying, he being Paul Heyman, saying, hey, we're in the bottom of the third right now, and this is a long story. A lot of people think that the bloodline peaked when Jay pinned him at Money in the Bank. A peak? A peak. A, a peak. A peak. Sure, yeah. Some people thought it peaked then. Oh. Some, they, people, some people thought it peaked when Sammy was there. Guess what? You you thought you peaked there? No. Now you're saying you peaked here? No. No. But then, but then, what do you think is left? All of them facing each other. In a fatal four way. In a fatal four way, to then bring in a new newer wrinkle, where those guys finally go off and do their own thing, and Roman is the left. Roman will only lose when he is left by himself. There is nobody left in his corner. That, let's that say. sounds like a Royal Rumble main event. I would make it so because that definitely starts the the slide for Roman into madness where he loses in Cody's uh, comeuppance. So a fatal four away with Solo, the Usos individually, and Roman. You can do brother versus... And then you can do brother versus brother at Mania. Eventually the brothers have to come together, right? No. You don't think so? Uh, eventually family does kind of fall back in line and, and everybody... You know, they'll distance the brothers themselves. meaning three of them or two of them? Three. Oh, yeah. including Solo. You got to beat the shit out of You know, you don't have a brother. But maybe you can liken this to a sister. You got to beat the shit out of the the youngins, right? Just so they know what's going on. And then eventually, you know, you squash it. And then you guys are good. But you got to get like, out of your system a little bit. Like at one point, I think we'll see something like if Roman's beating the shit out of one of the Usos, you'll see Solo step in. Because you saw what happened at Rumble when Solo yeah, yeah. gave him the look C- before correct. he got 
before he got speared through the barricade. You have to do right? so. This is why I don't think we're anywhere near this because you have to just do solo. You haven't introduced Roman you haven't, solo. Yeah, you haven't introduced solo as a potential face yet. Correct. And I think that's the bigger move. That right there is the bigger move. Either setting him up as a, a face or even more dastardly monster here heel where Paul Heyman decides, hey, Turns you know on what? Roman with Solo? Yeah. <sighs> God. Because guess what he's always done? Stab uh, somebody in the back and turn. Apparently somebody, I heard a rumor out there that the whole point of this is to make a Roman look like, like, a, like a golden boy when he's done. So if all of this is going to happen to get Roman to be a, the biggest face in the company, you got to do something big. Mm. And like big meaning having maybe Paul turn on him. But you're a long way away from there, I think. Well, because true. you still have to tell the story of Jimmy and Jay. Mm -hmm. Like you said, the four of them coming together has to happen. To me, that screams Roy Rumble. Or people are liking it to Survivor Series right now. People are saying that that could happen at Survivor Series, but then you what have is to... Survivor Series? Survivor Series going to be champion versus champions? I don't know. I think is it's it going to be war games? Is it going to be? I throw my hands up at that one because I don't know. Could be both. Yeah, I guess. But remember, what we had at War Games last year was the Bloodline versus you know Owens. Oh, Owen, that crew, Drew, and the Brawling Brutes. Yeah. Um, I really hope we see Seth versus Roman. I mean, again, but that can be another I, part of the story. Well, remember, Roman never Seth, beat him. Yeah, Seth always has his number. He says it, and that, and that's out there. They say that a lot. So I'm curious to see what happens. Is Seth going to? Seth could be the one to take it, and we think Cody's going to do whatever. I, you know, it's it's just. Ooh, I don't even know how to put it into words because it's just. I mean, if you talk about who's over more, I mean, Cody's fucking over. Seth is over. Um, those two have, and now those two have to cross paths again, again for the fourth time. Yeah, that's inevitable. Well, though. you thought you were going to see that the other night when Cody came down to the ring when Seth was given the promo. Yeah, but you tease it. More you teased than it, and then he had Shinsuke, which is just a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Right, a lot of people are like, I'll oh, give him a chance, give him a chance. All right, Correct. here's your chance. Yeah. He's still got some left. He's Mark Henry in it out there. He's still got some left in the tank. <laughs> I got a lot left in the tank. Um, yeah. Mark Henry. I got more left in the tank. I got some more left in the tank. Um, so, I mean, I really hope SmackDown's going to be good tomorrow. I mean, if you listen to this episode before SmackDown, I mean, I'm probably going to, to be honest, I'm probably, once we're done recording, I'm probably going to release the episode tomorrow. Um, it's good. That means you'll watch uh, SmackDown. Uh, we'll say tomorrow's Friday now. So yeah, tomorrow. I'll probably put the episode up tomorrow. Uh, but like, what do you what do you think is going to come out of this whole Edge thing? Do you uh, think like this is it for him? Like to me, this it, it's an unceremonious way for him, and so he retired on a whim because he had to. So I don't understand like, the whole Sheamus thing. If this is just a desperate plea to get Sheamus to turn heel, you can do this so easy, so much easier. I mean, it kind of seems like it, and that's why I told you I don't think it's going to end that way. And no. I, I can't imagine. I'm trying to think of what else is coming up that, like, okay, we'll get Edge here, or... To me, the screams were in Orton coming back. If he comes up, if he comes back, if he comes back, you can buy it. You can buy this out 
for you can ride this out for a little bit. So say if Edge wins, right? And he's he's posing for it's, it's at the end of the First of all, it's gonna happen at the Iron end. No, not good. even that. Like if he's going from turnbuckle just to turnbuckle, RKO. he's gonna just come in RKO the fuck out of him in that ring. That play the roof is gonna blow off the, the, the if, thing there. If he RKO's Edge in in his home country of Canada and apparently his last match. That, that, but has, not that just, does have Randy fucking written all over but it. Not, though, but not just the RKO. And like you said before, he punts, punts him, him in the head. I'm telling you. The punt and the RKO from Randy Orton. That's intense. That's good storytelling, though. That's good shit. You've been waiting, you've been waiting forever to bring Orton back. He's going to get a pop. There's nobody out there that Orton can beat right now without making that other person look weak down the line. If If Randy beats Seth right now... Oh, maybe Seth. If Randy beats Cody, makes Cody look and, weak. And who knows, like, the history between, you know, him, him and Sheamus are good friends, and, and they, they're playing off of that right now. Um, But him and Randy have a history, too. Oh, yeah. And it's like, you know, if you would ask your your favorite wrestler, who who do you want to go out on, your, out on your back for, you know, looking up at the lights? Taker. Uh, right. You know, everybody's got their person. Oh, yeah. And for, for more than one reason, and different reasons also. So well, you know, for us though, it's it's like who would you want to out dice you with onions or something? You know, what I mean, like right. who who's gonna make who's gonna make me cry? <laughs> who's gonna make a better chicken noodle soup? Um, this does scream Randy. Yeah, that's why I think it's Randy. That's my prediction. Randy. I don't I don't know. I haven't read much about it. The only thing that I read is that Vince is trying to pull him back in for another deal. Yeah, I did read that on the 434 right? today. So if Vince pulls him in for a deal. It's got to be something good. It's got to be a temp. To, it's going to be a couple months sort of dealio just to get him through, probably maybe through Mania. I don't know. Edge's last match, you know, first of all, I would, you know, selfish me, I would love to be at something where it's somebody's last something. Cause we were. something. Here's a good question. When it, who's Max? Well, I mean, Batista. No. Well, two people then. Same and, event. And uh, Kurt Angle. Yes. Yeah. We saw Kurt Angle's Kurt last Angle match against Baron, Baron Corbin, Corbin, which was after... Was that after Kofi won? Ooh. Well, I don't no, remember what the time first, The first I match after Kofi Mania it. was Rey Mysterio versus Samoa Joe for the U.S. title, and Samoa Joe won like two minutes. Yeah, because uh, somebody got... I feel like there's parts of that mania that I totally forgot about. I haven't watched it back. I know we had the two tag team title matches that were both fatal four ways. Yeah. And I remember the first two matches were Seth and Brock and then AJ and, and Randy. Mm-hmm. Right, because we couldn't see. Because we couldn't see. the red, yeah, and the sunset. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if anybody knows it, but we're going to mania again this year. Yeah, dude, we're, we're going to Philly. We're slowly going to... Um, you know, obviously, beat you every, over the head with it. Obviously, every episode of Sons of Liberty from now until Mania. I mean, so much will go up and down, but at the same time, we're gonna. Just... We have to do a hotel episode. Oh, yeah. somehow. At, at the just, wives, the wives would be there too. Can we bring? We can do a live Facebook live. Uh, or just can we bring the microphone? Do you have another one of those plug-in mics and like something? I have the old school one. We'll see. The Tascam. Oh my god. Take it back. Sound like we're in a fucking wind tunnel, like a Citrix uh, business meeting. Oh my god, a lot has a lot has changed since those days of the task cams for the real OGs out there. Wow, 
We're over uh, ni- we're over nine thousand downloads now. Really? Wow, holy shit. We're over nine thousand downloads, everybody. I mean that Maybe may not ten they that may know. not seem a lot to everybody out there, but to us that means a lot. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this is our 157th recorded episode, but including Instagram Live and records on the road about 161. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, 161, that's over three years of content we've been doing this for. And the same things we've always been talking about in three years. Will The Rock ever return? <laughs> um, I, I mean, that. it's the best time for him to. He's not working as an actor. So I Well, so to <clears throat> that, I heard that they probably won't. He probably won't, or or Cena either, and damn sure not Batista because it would it wouldn't be seen as a good thing because you know this is a form of entertainment, right? And they're trying to take a stand on it. I know they have nothing to do. It has with, nothing to do with writers. I though. know, I understand, but it could be seen as uh, something damaging. Mm. So he might hit, he might you know the Rock. He likes to kind of take the high road there. So un- until the strike is over. I don't think he'll be involved in any way like we would want him to, which we keep clamoring like, dude, now's the perfect time. You're not doing anything to get involved and do shit. I mean, I but think then the minute that minute everything's over, you know, that guy's got 12 projects in the work right off the, the back. Yeah. So, you know, kind of putting it to bed and I'll believe it when I see it. Oh yeah. I mean, if it's... it is going to happen selfishly again, let's happen at Philly. Come on. <laughs> Um, because I hey, think, Philly uh, was the place where everything went down to twenty it was twenty fifteen where Roman won and he got booed. So maybe that boo thing I think really put a bad taste in the Rock's mouth. Although yeah, he did open the new SmackDown and whatever in 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 L A when it yeah. debuted. But I think that's a different circumstance. I think he's like, yeah, I'm not gonna get involved in anything like that. But this is like primed for him to do so. I mean, there's like, rumors of Rikishi being a, a the guest referee, guest ref, and and whether that's true or not. So I mean, again, going back to what we were talking about a few minutes ago about the wrinkle in the storyline for the bloodline, I do think that you know there's got to be some family involvement. I don't know how many more fucking times we have to say this. You know what it is. I, I think the ship, again... The ship will sail because people are going to finally be like, you know what, forget it. I can't believe we're talking about this. <laughs> um, I didn't want to get into it, but I, I said his name. It's like when you say, what is it? You, you look into the mirror no, and don't, you say... Yeah, don't, say it, don't, say it, don't say that. The yeah. boogeyman yeah, yeah, three yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> again, I'm at the point is, I, I agree with you. I believe it when I see it. Yeah. Because we if were getting it, hyped for all these episodes, and, and if you know, it was gonna, half of half of our episode catalog, when we started doing like recent and put, current, and put it stuff, put it this way, uh, I would honestly day. say the peak of him returning, in my opinion, what it, it was Mania Hollywood, that was it, it's right here. That was the only. <clears throat> here it is, come and grab it. And like, I don't want to hear the fact. Okay, yeah, Cena was there. You know what I mean? Like these people were there, but like. That was the only time that he would have came back. That no, I didn't that, have to I, do much. I take that back. That was the best time for him to come back. Yeah, and it's funny because the last time now we looking saw him, at the storylines, okay, all right, no, but but like looking back on it now, last time I saw you on TV and WWE, you were opening up SmackDown on Fox. Baron Corbin and uh, was he uh, was he a. Was he a special guest? Like, was he announced for it or no? Yes. 
Yeah, he was making an appearance. Remember how this? Remember how the? <laughs> Let's think about that episode of real quick of SmackDown. It opens up with Becky Lynch and Baron oh, Corbin. This is the uh, this is the debut the episode Kofi, of SmackDown. The the nine second Kofi loss. Kofi loses in nine seconds, but then Kane Velasquez. A lot of people forget this that Kane oh Velasquez God, made his debut the same. So in a two hour span, we saw Baron Corbin, who was Constable Corbin at the time, get into an argument with Becky Lynch, and The Rock comes out. This comedy hour with Baron Corbin. That's the opening. You have the biggest guy in Hollywood who used to be a wrestler, ironically, coming to SmackDown. Then you end the show with the hottest thing in wrestling, Kofi Kingston, losing to the most dominant athlete of all time, Brock Lesnar, in nine seconds. And then you have Cain Velasquez debut alongside Rey Mysterio to, pro- to promote a match in Saudi Arabia, i.e., did it even happen? Right. What like, that was at a time where it still wasn't like there was little continuity in those and matches. And like that was that was when like this that SmackDown had like the red. Remember how they had like the red carpet and they had like all these things. And like just look at it now. It's just it's crazy. Like remember the set was different. Everything was different. You know, but like that was the last time we saw The Rock. Yeah. If you mean to tell me that if you're gonna have him show up to a SmackDown, granted it was the first one on Fox. You're not going to have him show up at WrestleMania where the entire concept of the revolving around WrestleMania is your family, ironically. Mm-hmm. And you're calling, you know, and you have one guy in your family calling himself the head of the table, but then, you know, argument's sake, people say that you were the most popular person from that family. If not now, then when? And that if not now, then when phrase. It sailed the second yeah. that Cody was named to be the guy to face Roman. Yeah. Then it became, if not now, when I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. Which are two different things. It's two different things. Yep. I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. That's it. And you know, I, I promise I won't get my hopes up. And damn sure. I think I promised, and I think you know, I opened up the can of worms because I know that you said this before on, on our episodes where you said that I won't say his name in vain. And I said his name, and then we start talking about him for the next three minutes. I'm not saying the other person's name who's behind you right now. Yeah. Because, you know, there's stories of him possibly coming back. But I won't say his name because I don't want to start and open up that can of worms, yeah. too. Let me in. That's all I'll say. That, a, that That's a perfect way to end or going into our credits. Is, is that, let's bring it home, as they say. Let's bring it home. So, so what are we going to do next week? We're going to give you a brand new episode of Sons of Flip Radio. Why is it important that you listen to us? Number one, you love us. Number two, yeah, that's that's number one, two, and three. <laughs> number one, two, and three. No, but no bullshit. Uh, thank you, everybody out there for following us, listening to us, still listening to us. Hold on a second, I'm going to cut you off here on on the outro. Are we going to hawk these shirts at Philly and just start handing these we, fuckers out at this point? Know. Fuck it. Why not? Hey, I mean, ain't no listen. Here's a free shirt. Pod. You got to wash your car. Here's a shirt. Here's a shirt. You need a towel? Here's a shirt. You know what I mean? <laughs> Never mind. I'm not going to say that because then we're going to have to edit it. Yeah. You know. You know the deal. You know yeah. the, you know the fucking vibe. We, we just, we might as well. We, well, first of all, we don't even have a game plan. We have, I mean, obviously, me and you are so far away. Uh, remember, we know where we're staying. Know. We know what we're doing. Yeah, I forgot that we actually have that booked. Yeah. We have the hotel. Right. We're staying there, you know, which is nice. Uh, we don't have to drive back, which mm-hmm. is nice. Um, so I just have to figure out that you probably have to do the same thing to the daycare situation. 
Oh, but I think I might just my ask my mom to take off that Monday. Yeah. And then take Julia for Monday, Tuesday, and then just resume normal. Yeah. Well, maybe my We parent... have time to think about it. So. Yeah, maybe my parents will be down for it. Maybe they can watch Adriana. Like, it be like a split shift. Maybe. No. But, I mean, well, I'll we'll figure see. it Time out. will tell. Time will tell. But what's easy to know is that you can come listen to us next week in a brand new episode of Sunset Flip Radio. Go back in our past catalog and listen to our old episodes. Go on our Instagram at Sunset Flip Radio. Yeah, we and, might have to do a retro episode of a retro episode. And that, Yeah, and look back at Been some of our so live wow. interviews we've like done. like a year. I know. Uh, follow us on Facebook. Thank you. Yeah, you we got to try to get other people on the at, show again. we got to kind of yeah. start up that. Try to get just anybody, anybody, listen, anybody that wants to come on the show, any of our diehard fans out there, anybody that wants to talk wrestling with us, you don't have to be a wrestler to be on the DM show. DM us, shoot us DM an email. Us, you know, well, this is what we'll do. Uh, the week of Labor Day when we record, that week, which is a couple weeks away, a lucky listener will be our co-host for the day. You can call in, you can come with us, hang out live in the studio. Anybody that wants to be on the show, DM us. You never know who's going to be. You never know. You You can DM us. You know what I mean? Um, But. Call in would be good. A call in. Well, call in would be good. Any any way of joining us for an hour. This has your brother in law written all over it. He's going to be down next week. Nice. He's going to be here on Friday and Saturday because we're throwing my dad a 70th birthday party. Oh, sweet. So, yeah. He'll be here. I'm debating if I'm going to get all in or all out. What the hell it's called? All in London. It's on Sunday. All in at, your ass. At all one in your o'clock. anus. Yeah. <laughs> I'm debating on getting it, so I might get it. It's next week. Next Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Whatever. Yeah. And then, and I believe the following week is all out. Yeah, it's all whatever. Yeah, because oh, it's all whatever. That's what it should be called. Yeah, but then it's very, payback. It's the same weekend. Yeah, I think it's the second. Labor Day weekend. Yeah. They're just kicking themselves in the ass, AEW. Second, but second or the third? Yeah. Cause whatever, oh, no, it's the second because it's a Saturday. Whatever. You're going to see AEW go up in flames in the next two months because of the way they can't book for shit. But in the meantime, as always, I'm your co-host, the Million Dollar Father, Mr. Especially Thomas Especially the Lisi. women's division. Yes, horrendous. Joined by the most handsome dad in the room, Mr. I Alex No, look at this. I, I don't feel handsome, though. Look, I fucking shaved. I was it was say, an accident. You it was a weird... shaving accident. I didn't want to comment on that. I mean, <laughs> obviously, obviously. What a friend. What a guy. What a pal. <laughs> I've known Alex for, what, eight years now? Yeah, you and haven't I... seen my 2008, 2009 look. This is it. <laughs> I just have a kid now. It's different. And more I've green. never seen you with a half. I know. It's, I know. So it's, it's a alarming. Go- so it's a goatee. No, it's a half a goatee. But... I couldn't do the full baby thing and then you can't go full baby face and, and keep the fucking flavor saver patch here it's weird so you, you have, look like a, pe- so a pedo you, you have half a goatee but the top half is like kind of yeah, on its way to getting in i fucked it yeah would you go on even no a clipper um wrong setting not a setting so i have like a the norelco one blade and has a different yeah. attachment it's like a three a five and then mm-hmm. it's skin to skin and the clip broke as i was shaving up to try to trim what was up here at the time on my mustache in my goatee and then it just took the whole side off i'm like oh my god the last time i was clean shaven (laughs) was probably nine years ago and my daughter did look at me like who's this yeah 
Yeah. And this was in the morning. I can't I shave. Like, I can't shave my beard. Christina would kill me. That's. I mean, I might do it one day just to do it, but I can't. You and, know well, I mean? it's because I'm nervous about. It. I mean, you know I what can it grow is? a beard. It's back. not so much that it's all gone because it's 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 not so much that it's all gone, but it's so pale because yeah. the hair has been there that the color difference is the kicker. That I'm like, what the fuck? You see, when I was fat, Tom. I looked really weird without a beard because, like, the beard kind of hid some of the rolls on my face. But now, skinny Tom, I don't know how I look without a beard. But I didn't. Even, I don't want to try it. Yeah, gotcha. That's why, like, because I trim my eyebrows with my trimmer. Yeah, yeah. And everything, but like, I always. Yeah, like, I got to get rid of the Anthony Davis middle. I always uh, the unibrow. Unibrow. I thing. always triple check that I have the guard on it. I did, and it just. Broke. I no, was like, I'm Ooh. saying like I triple check it because I got a new trimmer too. It's like a one, a three, a five, a seven. They have like a nine and a twelve yeah. millimeter setting, whatever it is. But um, I'm like damn, yeah, Ugh, I was pissed. Thank well, this I was mean, what Monday. Yeah, I yeah. Think it was Monday. Oof. I was like, oh, great. So, start off the week. so we ended the episode talking about shaving, but um, as always, come back next week, brand new episode. Right. Um, in case we don't see you. Well, actually, I'm sorry. First, peace, love, and wrestling. And as always, in case we don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. You're...